This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to live into God's calling as an Asian American Christian? Stay tuned to learn more about learning our names, Asian American Christians on identity, relationships, and vocation. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is Presented by InterVarsity Press. Your word is truth, your word is the Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Hosea chapter 2, verse 2, through Hosea chapter 5. Idolatrous Israel will be punished like a prostitute. Plead earnestly with your mother, for she is not my wife, and I am not her husband so that she might put an end to her adulterous lifestyle and turn away from her sexually immoral behavior. Otherwise, I will strip her naked and expose her like she was when she was born. I will turn her land into a wilderness and make her country a parched land, so that I might kill her with thirst. I will have no pity on her children, because they are children conceived in adultery, for their mother has committed adultery. She who conceived them has acted shamefully. For she said, I will seek out my lovers. They are the ones who give me my bread and my water, my wool, my flax, my olive oil, and my wine. The Lord's discipline will bring Israel back. Therefore, I will soon fence her in with thorns. I will fence her in so that she cannot find her way. Then she will pursue her lovers, but she will not catch them. She will seek them, but she will not find them. Then she will say, I will go back to my husband, because I was better off than I am now. Agriculture Fertility Withdrawn from Israel Yet until now she has refused to acknowledge that I was the one who gave her the grain, the new wine, and the olive oil, and that it was I who lavished on her the silver and gold that they use in worshiping Baal. Therefore I will take back my grain during the harvest time, and my new wine when it ripens. I will take away my wool and my flax that I had provided in order to clothe her. Soon I will expose her lewd nakedness in front of her lovers, and no one will be able to rescue her from me. I will put an end to all her celebrations, her annual religious festivals, monthly new moon celebrations, and weekly Sabbath festivities, all her appointed festivals. 
I will destroy her vines and fig trees, about which she said, These are my wages for prostitution that my lovers gave to me. I will turn her cultivated vines and fig trees into an uncultivated thicket, so that the wild animals will devour them. I will punish her for the festival days, when she burned incense to the Baal idols. She adorned herself with earrings and jewelry and went after her lovers. But she forgot me, says the Lord. Future Repentance and Restoration of Israel However, in the future I will allure her. I will lead her back into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. From there I will give back her vineyards to her and turn the valley of trouble into an opportunity for hope. There she will sing as she did when she was young, when she came up from the land of Egypt. At that time, declares the Lord, you will call my husband. You will never again call me my master, for I will remove the names of the Baal idols from your lips so that you will never again utter their names. New covenant relationship with repentant Israel. At that time, I will make a covenant for them with the wild animals, the birds of the air, and the creatures that crawl on the ground. I will abolish the warrior's bow and sword, that is, every weapon of warfare, from the land, and I will allow them to live securely. I will commit myself to you forever. I will commit myself to you in righteousness and justice, in steadfast love and tender compassion. I will commit myself to you in faithfulness. Then you will acknowledge the Lord. Agriculture Fertility Restored to the Repentant Nation At that time, I will willingly respond, declares the Lord. I will respond to the sky, and the sky will respond to the ground, and the ground will respond to the grain, the new wine, and the olive oil, and they will respond to God plants, Jezreel. Then I will plant her as my own in the land. I will have pity on no pity, lo Ruhamah. I will say to not my people, lo Amah, you are my people, and he will say, you are my God. Chapter 3, An Illustration of God's Love for Idolatrous Israel The Lord said to me, Go show love to your wife again, even though she loves another man and continually commits adultery. Likewise, the Lord loves the Israelites, although they turn to other gods and love to offer raisin cakes to idols. So I paid 15 shekels of silver and about seven bushels of barley to purchase her. Then I told her, You must live with me many days. You must not commit adultery or become joined to another man. And I also will wait for you. For the Israelites must live many days without a king or prince, without sacrifice or sacred fertility pillar, without ephod or idols. Afterward, the Israelites will turn and seek the Lord their God and their Davidic king. Then they will submit to the Lord in fear and receive his blessings in future days. Chapter 4 The Lord's Covenant Lawsuit Against the Nation Israel Listen to the Lord's message, you Israelites, for the Lord has a covenant lawsuit against the people of Israel, for there is neither faithfulness nor loyalty in the land, nor do they acknowledge God. There is only cursing, lying, murder, stealing, and adultery. They resort to violence and bloodshed. Therefore, the land will mourn, and all its inhabitants will perish. The wild animals, the birds of the sky, and even the fish in the sea will perish. 
the Lord's dispute against the sinful priesthood. Do not let anyone accuse or contend against anyone else, for my case is against you, priests. You stumble day and night, and the false prophets stumble with you. You have destroyed your own people. You have destroyed my people by failing to acknowledge me. Because you refuse to acknowledge me, I will reject you as my priest. Because you reject the law of your God, I will reject your descendants. The more the priests increased in numbers, the more they rebelled against me. They have turned their glorious calling into a shameful disgrace. They feed on the sin offerings of my people. Their appetites long for their iniquity. I will deal with the people and priests together. I will punish them both for their ways. I will repay them for their deeds. They will eat, but not be satisfied. They will engage in prostitution, but not increase in numbers, because they have abandoned the Lord by pursuing other gods. Judgment of Pagan Idolatry and Cultic Prostitution Old and new wine take away the understanding of my people. They consult their wooden idols, and their diviners' staff answers with an oracle. The wind of prostitution blows them astray. They commit spiritual adultery against their God. They sacrifice on the mountaintops and burn offerings on the hills. They sacrifice under oak, poplar, and terebinth because their shade is so pleasant. As a result, your daughters have become cult prostitutes, and your daughters-in-law commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they commit prostitution, nor your daughters-in-law when they commit adultery. For the men consort with harlots. They sacrifice with temple prostitutes. It is true, a people that lacks understanding will come to ruin. Warning to Judah. Do not join in Israel's apostasy. Although you, O Israel, commit adultery, do not let Judah become guilty. Do not journey to Gilgal. Do not go up to Beth-Avon. Do not swear as surely as the Lord lives. Israel has rebelled like a stubborn heifer. Soon the Lord will put them out to pasture, like a lamb in a broad field. Ephraim has attached himself to idols. Do not go near him. The shameful sinners will be brought to shame. They consume their alcohol. They engage in cult prostitution. They dearly love their shameful behavior. A whirlwind has wrapped them in its wings. They will be brought to shame because of their idolatrous worship. Chapter 5 Announcement of Sin and Judgment Hear this, you priest. Pay attention, you Israelites. Listen closely, O king. For judgment is about to overtake you. For you are like a trap to Mizpah, like a net spread out to catch Tabor. Those who revolt are knee-deep in slaughter. But I will discipline them all. I know Ephraim all too well. The evil of Israel is not hidden from me. For you have engaged in prostitution, O Ephraim. Israel has defiled herself. Their wicked deeds do not allow them to return to their God. For a spirit of idolatry is in them, and they do not acknowledge the Lord. The arrogance of Israel testifies against it. Israel and Ephraim will be overthrown because of their iniquity. Even Judah will be brought down with them. The Futility of Sacrificial Ritual Without Moral Obedience Although they bring their flocks and herds to seek the favor of the Lord, they will not find him. He has withdrawn himself from them. They have committed treason against the Lord because they bore illegitimate children. Soon the new moon festival will devour them and their fields. The Prophet's Declaration of Judgment 
Blow the ram's horn in Gibeah. Sound the trumpet in Ramah. Sound the alarm in Beth-Avon. Tremble in fear, O Benjamin. Ephraim will be ruined in the day of judgment. What I am declaring to the tribes of Israel will certainly take place. The oppressors of the helpless will be oppressed. The princes of Judah are like those who move boundary markers. I will pour out my rage on them like a torrential flood. Ephraim will be oppressed, crushed under judgment, because he was determined to pursue worthless idols. The Curse of the Incurable Wound I will be like a moth to Ephraim, like wood rot to the house of Judah. When Ephraim saw his sickness and Judah saw his wound, then Ephraim turned to Assyria and begged its great king for help. But he will not be able to heal you. He cannot cure your wound. The lion will carry Israel off into exile. I will be like a lion to Ephraim, like a young lion to the house of Judah. I myself will tear them to pieces. Then I will carry them off, and no one will be able to rescue them. Then I will return again to my lair until they have suffered their punishment. Then they will seek me. In their distress, they will earnestly seek me. New Testament reading. John chapter 18, verses 12 through 24. Jesus before Annas. Then the squad of soldiers with their commanding officer and the officers of the Jewish leaders arrested Jesus and tied him up. They brought him first to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. Now it was Caiaphas who had advised the Jewish leaders that it was to their advantage that one man die for the people. Peter's first denial. Simon Peter and another disciple followed them as they brought Jesus to Annas. Now the other disciple was acquainted with the high priest, and he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard. But Peter was left standing outside by the door. So the other disciple who was acquainted with the high priest came out and spoke to the slave girl who watched the door and brought Peter inside. The girl who was the doorkeeper said to Peter, You're not one of this man's disciples too, are you? He replied, I am not. Now the slaves and the guards were standing around a charcoal fire they had made, warming themselves because it was cold. Peter also was standing with them, warming himself. Jesus questioned by Annas. While this was happening, the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and about his teaching. Jesus replied, I have spoken publicly to the world. I always taught in the synagogues and in the temple courts, where all the Jewish people assembled together. I have said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask those who heard what I said. They know what I said. When Jesus had said this, one of the high priest's officers who stood nearby struck him on the face and said, Is that the way you answer the high priest? Jesus replied, If I have said something wrong, confirm what is wrong. But if I spoke correctly, why strike me? Then Annas sent him, still tied up, to Caiaphas, the high priest. Philemon, chapter 1, verses 8 through 25. Paul's request for Onesimus. So although I have quite a lot of confidence in Christ and could command you to do what is proper, I would rather appeal to you on the basis of love. I, Paul, 
an old man, and even now a prisoner for the sake of Christ Jesus, I am appealing to you concerning my child, whose spiritual father I have become during my imprisonment, that is, Onesimus, who was formerly useless to you, but is now useful to you and me. I have sent him, who is my very heart, back to you. I wanted to keep him with me so that he could serve me in your place during my imprisonment for the sake of the gospel. However, without your consent, I did not want to do anything so that your good deed would not be out of compulsion, but from your own willingness. For perhaps it was for this reason that he was separated from you for a little while, so that you would have him back eternally, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, as a dear brother. He is especially so to me, and even more so to you now, both humanly speaking and in the Lord. Therefore. If you regard me as a partner, accept him as you would me. Now, if he has defrauded you of anything or owes you anything, charge what he owes to me. I, Paul, have written this letter with my own hand. I will repay it. I could also mention that you owe me your very self. Yes, brother, let me have some benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ, since I was confident that you would obey. I wrote to you because I knew that you would do even more than what I'm asking you to do. At the same time also, prepare a place for me to stay, for I hope that through your prayers I will be given back to you. Concluding Greetings Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, greets you. Mark, Aristarchus, Demos, and Luke, my co-laborers, greet you too. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy and righteous God, we thank you. We thank you that you are a God who is indeed faithful to your people, a people who are fickle a people who change with the winds, a people who are up and down, a people who are drawn to and hold on to and hide idols, O God. But we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you, O God, that by your word and through your spirit, you call us out to call us in, into deeper fellowship with you. When you expose us and when you show to us our idols. It is not to defeat us or to crush us, O God, but it is a discipline that causes us to see who you really are, to see the deep, deep abiding love and persistent love that you have for us, O God, and we thank you for it. We thank you for your unwavering, relentless love towards us, a love that pursues the one who has turned their backs on you, the one who has sought after and chosen over and over again worthless idols in comparison to the thrice holy God of all creation. Lord God, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for drawing us back to yourself. Thank you for holding us and the faith that you have blessed us with in the palm of your safe, secure, and faithful hands. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you that you, Lord Jesus Christ, bore all of our shame, all of our sin, all of our idolatry, all of our decisions to choose 
the way of self and waywardness and wickedness instead of the way of Christ, you bore every bit of that on the cross. You, O Lord Jesus Christ, hung before the world, the one without sin, the one with no shame of your own, you hung before the world nude, taking our punishment, O God, the punishment fit for a rebel, the punishment fit for one who has rejected all that has been given. And God, you, you took that upon yourself so that you could take our unrighteousness and give to us your righteousness. We thank you for this. We thank you for the truth and the reality of your abundant and amazing grace. We thank you for your finished work on the cross. We thank you that in you, we are indeed new people. We are new people because of what you have done, O resurrected king, resurrected friend, resurrected lover of our souls. We thank you, O God. We thank you, Jesus, for who you are. And we are reminded because of the power of the gospel, we must live as free people who are about the business of setting other people free. And so, God, we ask right now that you would show us all the ways in which we benefit from others' oppression, in which we deny historical and present oppression, oh God, because it's uncomfortable, because we've received benefits, social benefits from it, because our identity is trapped up in lies and myths, oh God. We pray right now by the power of the Spirit that you would free us from that delusion, that you would turn us away from those idols of bigotry and oppression and stratification of others, and that you would turn us towards your way, the narrow way, the holy way, the just way, O God. And we are struck by these words from the Apostle Paul speaking to Philemon, one who used to hold another, Onesimus, in subjugation and reminding him of who he ought to be now in the Lord Jesus Christ. The apostle could easily appeal to his authority, but he reminds him of who he is supposed to be because of who Jesus is in him and through him. And I pray right now because of who Jesus is in us and through us, that we would never side with oppression, that we would never be oppressors ourselves, O God. And I pray, O Lord, that we would be people about the business of setting others free because we have been set free by love. Love poured out in abundance from you, our God, a cheerful giver. We thank you, O Lord, for what you have done, that you have turned enemies into siblings, that you have turned oppressors into abolitionists, that you have turned those who who once chose idols into those who walk faithfully with their God who carries them along the way. You are the God of the resurrection and the transformation. So today, more and more, we submit ourselves to you, asking for a touch from on high to transform our hearts and our minds. Grant us the mind of Christ that we might live in holiness and do your will above all. It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen and amen.
Many Asian Americans know the pain of being called names that deny their humanity. Learning Our Names is a book written by a team of four Asian American university staff workers who are East Asian, Southeast Asian, and South Asian, and who share how God uses their unique ethnic identities and experiences for His divine purposes. The book is even endorsed by basketball star Jeremy Lin, who says that the book was so encouraging to him in exploring how his identity shapes his faith. Get your copy today at ivypress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code, the word at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.